Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening, wonderful people of God. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. God richly bless you. Bishop Shadrach, God bless you, son. God bless you. My dear sister Maureen, God bless you. Silas, God bless you. My sister Angel Shelley, God bless you. Maminyako, God bless you. Ousu Bernard, God bless you. Prophet of God, may the Lord increase his grace on your life. In Jesus' name, my daughter Louisa, God bless you. Josie Yaira, God bless you. Wow, Jerry, as of I've missed you, pa. I hope you are doing well. Wow, God bless you. Mommy Augusta, God bless you. Olash, God bless you. Ebenezer, Kujukranche, God bless you. God bless you. Wow, you dreamt, you dreamt about me yesterday. Wow, wow. Glory. Ephraim, God bless you, son. My brother, MLS E.K. Kusi, God bless you. Abbey Love, God bless you. John Bosco, God bless you, Osofo. God bless you. Hallelujah. God richly bless you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session 
of the School of Spiritual Mysteries. Hallelujah. And um, we have we actually started, but due to some busy schedules, we couldn't continue. But we bless God that this evening He has given us this opportunity even to meet once again. Hallelujah. And on this platform of School of Spiritual Mysteries, we go into every detail that the Lord by His mercy has revealed to us concerning the spirit realm and spirits. Hallelujah. So whatever the Lord has revealed to us concerning the spirit realm and spirits, um, the Lord will help us understand. And I believe strongly that there are many things happening around you that School of Spiritual Mysteries will bring understanding to you about them by the leading of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And um, we give God praise. We are about to enter into very, 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 very deep experience. And I think last week I was talking to us about spirits and their antidotes and how to also even locate some spirits. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us and grant us divine grace, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So let's take a quick word of prayer. Let's take a quick word of prayer before we start. Mighty God, we give you praise, we give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thou art the God of the universe, the God of all knowledge. We pray that this night your people have gathered before thee. Let your light of knowledge, understanding, wisdom and revelation come upon us. In the name of Jesus, whatever thing that is a secret, show us mercy and reveal it to us. Empower us by your spirit, O God. We pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. Grant us knowledge in the spirit realm that we will have an upper hand in every dimension we get to in the spirit. Help us, O God. Bring divine strength unto us even by the knowledge of the truth that is coming to us this night. Help us, O Lord even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God all the glory. Amen. Okay, so before we, we kickstart with whatever the Lord has for us, I want to allow two people, just two people, to ask any question that they have concerning the realm of the spirit and spirits. Any question, any question at all. If you have any question with regards to the spiritual realm and the spirits, you can feel free and ask. Someone said, please, is God gifted? <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice question. 
is God gifted. <laughs> oh, we give God praise. <laughs> All right. You know, once you say, is God gifted, then it means somebody gave God the gift. Because a gift must surely come from a giver. It is a gift because it came from a giver. Who gives to God? It has been a debate recently. Eh? <laughs> now when you hear the word gift, it comes from the word give. Are you listening to me? If you don't understand it from that perspective, you will miss a lot of things. Every gift has a giver. And if there is anybody higher than God, then that person can give to God. There is nobody that can give to God. God is not gifted. God is the gift when he decides to give. Somebody said, please do spirits die. Okay. All right. Now, there are various, let me see, kinds of spirits. Are you listening to me? What we might call spirits. Do you know that some of these spiritual beings living in their realms call human beings spirits? Now, in our basic understanding, anything we cannot see with our physical eyes, we call it a spirit. So we might call dwarfs spirits, all because we do not see them with our physical eyes. It is the same way dwarfs also call human beings spirits, because they do not see us with their naked eyes. Are you following? But now, that, that, that means that we do not die. As human beings, we die. But then there are actually spirits who were made purely as spirits. Now, when the word of the Lord actually explains who and what a spirit is, Jesus made a certain statement when he resurrected from the dead and appeared amongst the people they, they said he was a spirit or a ghost. And Jesus explained certain things. He said, come and touch me. Feel me that I have body. And he said, for a spirit does not have bones and flesh as you see. So one of the simple differences between a spirit And let's say a human being or a bodied entity is that human beings have bodies and we also have bones. Spirits do not. This is the main reason why a spirit can pass through a small tiny hole. In, are you getting my point? But a human being cannot. The reason is because 
we have bones and we have body that makes us rigid at a point. But certain spirits are not like that. Are you listening to me? So a spirit can pass through your gate without opening the, the gate and enter your room. How possible? Because the spirit does not have bones that it can knock for you to hear a sound. No. Does that mean that spirits cannot knock? They can. But there is a strategy and a technology they use. It is not like the way we knock with our, you know, our fingers, having those, um, you know, bones within them. Do you know that there are certain sounds you cannot make if you have no bones? Let's say there were no bones in your fingers and you are supposed to knock a door. The way you knock a door in your time now for us to hear a particular sound, you cannot knock for us to hear that, kind, that same sound without bones in your fingers. Are you following? So that is the first difference between spirits and humans. Now let me, let me let you understand one thing. All spirits are not the same. All spirits are not the same. There are levels of spirits. When God made spirits, understand one thing that the, the core or the foundation of everything in this universe is spirit. Are you listening to me? That tree you see, that stone you see, has a core as a spirit. This is because, this is the truth of God's word. For God himself is spirit. Everything that comes out of God is spirit at its foundation. It doesn't matter how we see it. And that's why when God is dealing with things, he deals with these things from their spirit foundation perspective. Are you, are you following? But then, angels, even angels, they differ. They are spirits. The Bible calls these ones ministering spirits. But these ministering spirits are not the same. Even though they are all ministering spirits, but they are not the same. Based on the kind of things they minister, their spirits differ. So when you see a healing angel, he is different from a prophetic angel. They are all spirits, but they are not the same. It is not in the wiring of a healing angel to bring forth prophetic declarations. It's not possible. It is not inside that spirit. So the makeup of the spirit is actually based on the assignment that that spirit will fulfill. And that is what brings the differences among spirits. So there are various levels of spirits. All spirits are not the same. Sometimes, first, it is based on the kind of assignment they were made to fulfill. And second, the sphere where they operate. 
because you can never compare dwarfs to angels. It's not possible. This is the main reason why when you want to go deep into spiritual studies, you will know that we have certain fetish spirits. Most of them are known as elemental spirits. And most of these ones are the dwarfs. They are the ones that some of the fetish people use. Are you listening to me? Now, do you know that when somebody who is an evil person wants to kill a brother or a sister, the person can choose any spirit that is willing to do that evil. So the person can go to a fetish priest and that fetish priest can consult a dwarf and that dwarf can torment the other soul. But let's say that the, the soul that this evil person wants to kill, that person too is connecting to a certain demon or maybe has a covenant with a certain demon in the kingdom of darkness there is no way a dwarf can kill that person because in the spiritual radar in the in the rankings of these spirit beings a demon is way higher in strength than a dwarf no matter how knowledgeable and strong a dwarf is it can never overshadow a demon in power. Are you listening to me? Good. This is the reason why, have you ever seen a false prophet destroying fetish materials before? False prophet too. They are all not from God. But the false prophet will just go and set some fetish things on fire and burn it. And there is nothing that fetish spirit can do to the false prophet. It is because the false prophet is using a higher spirit. So even in the kingdom of darkness, all spirits are not the same. It is the same thing that happens in our kingdom. All spirits are not the same. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, based on the rankings of spirits, they are based, they are ranked according to how close they are to God. So the spirit that is very close to God is more powerful than the one that is less closer to God. And when we say powerful, we are not talking about fighting. You know, many of us, when you hear the word powerful, we think we can destroy. Not all spirits destroy. No matter the matter. Some spirits were not made to destroy. They can't. Are you listening to me? So when God speaks of power, it means something different from what we think. You can meet a very powerful spirit. That can never kill. Yes. But it's so powerful. So what is that spirit powerful in? It is based on the kind of assignment. That it has been purposed to do. So take note. I've already told you that. When you begin to come low. In the rankings of spirit beings. 
the lowest dimension when we move from heaven to the earth let's forget about under the earth and the regions of the underworld let's first talk from heaven from the abode of god to the abode of men there are certain beings known as dwarfs to us they are spirits but then they cannot be compared to certain certain spirits so based on how they are far or apart from god and what happens to them so dwarves can be termed as spirits but then they die are you listening to me because they are the closest to the physical realm dwarves die that is why even the fetish priests they are aware it is not wise to work with only one dwarf because one day you will call him he will not appear because he might have been dead so when you see fetish people they don't work with only one dwarf some of them have about 70 dwarfs that they work with and each dwarf has what it does they have a lifespan. They are living life like human beings in their realm. They do funeral. <laughs> yes, they die. They marry. They give birth. If you have not entered into their realm before, it's all because of the way we think dwarves are. You see? We see them to be some high spirit somewhere. No, 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 no. In fact, not all dwarves are short, like the way we were taught. A Jaini Motia in Nimdia Kwanchre. Hallelujah. So you see, I know some of you remember that. A Jaini Motia, a Jaini The Indomie generation will not know what I'm talking about. Let me tell you one thing. Where the dwarves live, we call that place the astral world. And astral is not something far away from the physical. In fact, it is a super imposition are, are you listening to me it is like a coat over something you know sometimes you can go and buy something that is made of copper but then they will plate it with gold so the copper is beneath but then it is it has been plated with something maybe sometimes after after like two years you realize that the the gold plating will wear off and the copper will reveal itself that is how the astral world and the physical world is like. They are together, but you won't see it. Even you, as you are listening to me, you have an astral body that links to the astral world. Whenever you dream, about 90% of your dreams, it is your astral body that moves. And your astral body is the part of you that is very close to your physical body. You have it. 
So whenever something happens to it, it will take a very short time for it to manifest in your physical body. So they can slap somebody in a dream, the person will wake up the next morning and there will be pain on the cheek. It was not the physical body they slapped, it was the astral body. But see how it has manifested quickly in the physical body. People, witches can travel with their astral bodies to the witchcraft coven and chew meat. But when they wake up the next morning, they will have the remains of the meat in their teeth. How is that possible? There are many people who even dream they see themselves eating. They wake up and then have some remains in, in there. Yes, it happens. All these things are there, but then they will not teach you. You see, right now the only thing is okay. <laughs> this some of these things, if if God has not given it to you to know, you will not know. And that's the problem I have with some men of God. They will just get up and say there is nothing like this, all because they are not experiencing it. You see? Exactly. How many of you have heard that a certain witch was traveling in the astral world and hit something, and the next morning they found the physical body of that witch at a certain junction. Meanwhile, that night that the witch was traveling, it was the it was the physical body was on the bed. So how did the physical body appear? Are, are you getting the point now? If you don't know these things, eh, the enemy will try to deceive you on these things. Because all these things that we do not know, the enemy is aware. Many Christians don't even know they have astral bodies. They don't know, but they dream. And they don't even know that the part of themselves that they are seeing is the astral body. Beatrice, God bless you. Are you following? Years back, they caught some witches around Bichim in Quanta. They used, in the astral world though, they used this thing that we use for basket. You see that? The thing that looks like some... I don't know how to explain. It's like king. On the king's near the school. They use, yes, the bamboo. God bless you. They use that to mold an airplane because there was an assignment that was given to them. And they were supposed to move from that Beijing to a different country. Listen to me. Years back. Oh. And there was a certain pastor whose church was around where they were meeting. The pastor's church was close to a four junction. And let me tell you, most of the times witches love to meet at junctions. Junctions. There are specific places that witches love to meet. The first place, refuse dump, ball assault. The second place, on top of a tree. Third, 
any junction, whether three junction or four junction. They do that for specific reasons. Are you listening to me? The witches that meet on top of the trees have specific coven assignment. The ones that meet on at the junction, they have an assignment. In fact, there are, there are spirits that love to stay around junctions. Sometimes you go, you get to a certain junction, you see some somebody will come and drop some things there. Recently at our junction, early in the morning, I saw somebody had placed a red cloth and um, cola nuts. The moment I saw that, I knew, I knew what they were doing. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So the very moment I saw the cola knot and the red cloth, I knew what they were trying to say. I knew what the person was trying to do. It is a way to remove a curse. Are you listening to me? Uko into the Islamic way of Nasraha. When you remove any curse or bad energy around you, that's what mostly they do. Are you following? So you see, all these things are there. Many people don't know things about the, the dwarfs because they see dwarfs to be some kind of strange spirits. No. Dwarfs are known as elemental spirits. And when we speak of elemental spirits, we are talking about elements, the four elements of creation, the four elements of the universe. And I've already explained these things to us. We have fire, we have earth, we have air, and we have water. There are dwarfs that love to meet in fire. There are fiery dwarfs. Now, those kind of dwarfs, whenever there is a fetish priest that works with those kind of fiery dwarfs, whenever these dwarfs show up, there are certain things the fetish priest will start doing. Some of them, they will, they will do things that have to do with fire. Some of them will smoke. Anything that is fiery, that's what you will see the fetish priest doing. So sometimes looking at what the fetish priest is doing should give you a knowledge of the kind of dwarf that he's actually using. They are elemental spirits. Are you following? And some of them are messengers to certain spirits in the marine world. Especially those that move 
those that are the, have the element air as their element, they are very fast. Very, very fast. And the ones that the ones that do have air as their element, they are actually the type of dwarfs that are very short with their with their feet facing backwards. I hope you have seen that kind of thing before. Mostly they are the messengers. Not all dwarfs are, are like that. There are dwarfs that, that look clearly like human beings. In fact, the way the, the kingdom of, of dwarfs were made, hmm? let me explain. There is an astral world around every physical place we see. And in every physical place where there is an astral world, there is a dwarf kingdom. And the thing is, most of the dwarfs look exactly like the human beings that are in that type of physical realm where they find themselves. So when you go to United States of America, in the astral world around the physical country called USA, there are dwarfs. And some of the dwarfs are white, exactly like the people there physically. Are you listening to me? Good. So, when we, your question, do spirits die? Some spirits die. But then, based on the kind of spirit that they are, and what happens to them, Are you following? So when we say dwarfs are spirits, then they die. But then dwarfs are not purely spirits. When we speak of pure spirits, we are talking of higher beings. Those ones, they do not die. Alright, so I think I've answered the first question. Any other question? Did I miss any, any other question? Somebody said, please, how many heavens are there? There are plenty heavens. Oh. Plenty heavens. But for our basic understanding, I would say 12. Some people say we have only three heavens. That's where they go to. But there are even deeper, made plenty heavens. But for our own um, understanding at this level, we'll say 12. Hallelujah. Someone said, please, what's the difference between demons and fallen angels? Okay. Now, when we talk of fallen angels, let me explain it in this form. We have the angels that fell 
with Lucifer from heaven. God threw them down through Michael and his angels. Those ones are fallen angels. But we can also say that some of the watchers, the sons of God who came to the earth and saw the children of men and slept with them, and that, that when they, after that they wanted to go back to heaven, God did not receive them. They also fell from grace. Are you listening to me? They fell from grace. When we read the book of Jude, the Bible makes mention of it. So we can also classify some of these beings as fallen angels. But these ones are way beyond angels. But then, technically speaking, a fallen angel is an angel that fell with Lucifer. And those ones are called demons. So technically speaking, there is no difference between a fallen angel and a demon. But if you want to make it in a broad sense, that even the watchers also fell from grace and you call them fallen angels, you are, you are not wrong. But those ones are different from demons. Are you, are you following? Because demons are the messengers of the kingdom of darkness. Just as ministering spirits or angels are the messengers of the kingdom of God. Are you following? But even the demons are not the same. Because when Lucifer, before his fall, he did a certain campaign in heaven, trying to turn the hearts of all the heavenly beings towards himself so that they can overthrow God. So he moved through all the nine ranks of the spirit beings or the heavenly beings. He was able to get some of them from various ranks. So some of the demons that are with him, are of, some of them are powers. Some of them are principalities. Some of them are virtues. They are all not the same. So when you meet a demon that is a principality, is way powerful. Way powerful than just a normal, simple one that was just an angel or a messenger. Are you following so when you look at the way the angelic hierarchy is, according to their rankings, it is the same way things manifest in the kingdom of darkness. So when the devil started his kingdom in hell, all he actually followed the same hierarchy and made some of the demons higher than others. Are you following? So when you go to the kingdom of darkness, there are princes. In fact, they, they don't even call them princes. They call them the kings, the 72 kings of hell. Now, all these beings are demons that fell with Lucifer. But their ranks were very high whilst they were with God in heaven. So they are not just messengers. They are kings. And each of these beings has over millions of demons they rule over. Now that should tell you how big (laughs) 
Are you following? One of the demons that fell with Lucifer. Very huge. Very, very huge demon. In fact, he was a virtue before he fell. His name is Paimon. P-A-I-M-O-N. He's one of the kings. One of the 72 kings of hell. He controls plenty demons. And he stands for riches. When you look at Paimon, Paimon is a very handsome looking king. There are human beings walking on earth who are friends with Paimon. <laughs> Some time ago, I was listening to a man and he said, his master is Paimon. One young guy. And the guy had money because Paimon is rich. He also controls riches. These beings want to work with men. The only thing is that just do what they want and they will do what you want. Are you following? Somebody said, what about Mammon? Mammon is just the... Mammon will be like um, the financial minister of the kingdom of, of, of darkness. He controls all the riches in the kingdom of darkness. But that does not mean we don't have bank managers in Ghana. Uh-huh. Some people to control some money at Cocoa Board, even though they are not financial ministers. So you need to understand that. Are you following? Good. Now. All these spirits want to walk with men. But for you to walk with a spirit, there are many things you need to understand. Are you following? Someone said, Papa, how can I see my guardian angel and the name? Just pray to God. If it is the will of God for you to see, you see. Because these beings were not made to be seen just like that. See, sometimes the people want to, I want to see my guardian angel. <laughs> the day God opens your eyes to see you, now here you will die. I'm telling you. In, you see, that is why guardian angels are beings from a certain category in heaven. If you see a guardian angel, huh, how thick tall they are. Now the name no guarantee. Guard guard. Very strong, thick tall giant. And their main assignment is to help you to do, to be in the path of destiny. And to preserve your life once you are in destiny. Take note of that. Oh. You can't be fooling about as a guardian angel preserve me. It, it's not possible. Because they go by the word of God. 
This is how come when you fall out of destiny, many evil things can happen to you. Even though your guardian angel is there and is not dead. They are much more empowered when you're on the path of righteousness. So what we do actually push our, our guardian angels afar. When you go to the guardian angels of nations as well, those ones are not really angels. They are, they are high beings. They are known as the princes. The word of the Lord said, Michael, the archangel Michael, was the one that God chose to be the guardian being over Israel. And any time the Israelites are in the will of God, there's no country that can over, overpower them. But whenever they sin, God will command Michael to fold his arms. And the moment Michael does that, oh, even termites, termites can gang up against Israel. Are you following? So what it means is that our guardian angels only hear what the Lord has said. And they perform the assignment when we are in alignment to the plan of God. They are with us. They are with us. They will never go. In fact, they came with you and they will live with you. In fact, that is why even a sinner, God still has a guardian angel for the sinner. The very moment the sinner repents, the guardian angel begins his work. That means, so long as you're a sinner, the man is there, but he's not doing anything. Are you following? Good. So we need to take note of that. And there is a way they, they relate with us. There is a way. Let me say this. I think I've said it before and I want to say it again. Mostly, the first being that saw your nakedness is your guardian angel. In fact, what your guardian angel does is that he is the one that will break the amniotic sac of your mother for you to be born whether by natural birth or by caesarean section. Are you following? And because they, they, they know you, they know you, pa, who you really are. You can't hide. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't hide. They know you. Let me give you a clue. Because they are the first beings to see your nakedness. Anytime you are naked, they are close to you. And mostly they speak to people when they are naked, especially in the bathroom. So that some people, when you enter the bathroom, that's when ideas will come to your mind. That's when songs will come.
that's when you now know okay i think this this decision let me let me just are you listening to me let me give you another secret the word of the lord said the voice of god is on many waters when we say many waters we're actually talking about the gushing out of waters like a waterfall like shower so when you open the tap and the, the waters are flowing like that it is easy to hear god's voice many of us don't these are simple simple secrets we need to know if you want to hear god concerning anything father i want to know the decision to take go and stand in front of your sink open the tap and just look closely at it and be calm within it is based on how sensitive you are some people can catch it within five minutes they will know what to do you will not hear any any voice grim like that no but you know what to do are you following Are very spiritual you will know that anytime the thunder strikes you can hear god through it the bible said the voice of god thundereth so whilst the israelites were walking with god and thunders were coming they were running away but moses was standing there saying yes lord yes lord yes lord commander <laughs> hasaya so you see the basic things we can hear god from because God made us in a way that we will never miss his voice. But the enemy has found ways and means to lock every... You see, Meanwhile, as a believer, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. He didn't even say my sheep will hear my voice. He said, they hear. He said, I know them and they follow me. So you can't even say you don't hear God. As for the hearing that you will hear, but then the recognition, recognizing that this is the voice of God is the problem. And that one is as a result of our carnality. Hallelujah. So you see, whenever it is raining, it is easy to hear God. That is the time to the enemy will send some stupid emotions into your system. And that moment where you need to hear God's, that sound of rain that is coming on your roof, that you can be quiet. There is this prophet of God called Rick Joyner. Anytime he enters into his, his bathroom and opens the shower, you will be caught up into heaven. Anytime. Anytime. One time he just stood under the shower, opened the thing, pa! he started entering some realms. Within a few minutes, like three minutes, but when the man returned and he was recording what he saw, it was over 39 minutes. Meanwhile, he caught all those revelations in, according to the natural time, about three minutes. 
but he used up over over 39 minutes to record it. Even that one was a summary. Kovala <laughs> Asiatas. Hey! Are, are you following? If you want to be spiritual, if you want to hear God's voice, make everything spiritual. Are you listening to me? Make, I'm telling you. You are going to take your bath and lay hands on the water. It's to you, it's just a normal bath you are going to take. Make the thing spiritual. Because God can use anything to reveal his glory and to speak. Are you listening to me? Great. So let's take note of these things. Now listen. Some say that the place is reincarnation true. I have heard people say someone died but appears in other regions or demonic spirits actually picks up their form back to the earth. I think I've touched on this before. Now that is a marine assignment. That kind of thing is something that happens mostly in coastal areas. Are you listening to me? Mostly when you hear about some of these stories, it will even happen maybe a lubu. You see, Axim, places close to the sea because it is a clear marine working. And it is a reality. You know, this is why mostly I don't, I don't get some. You see, may God have mercy. A pastor will take microphone and say, there's nothing like reincarnation in this world. Where have you been? Huh? What, what travelings have you em- embarked on? In, in You see, this is the problem we have. Oh. New Testament preachers want to abolish anything spiritual. You see, the only thing is that we have been washed and we are clean and this we are pure, we are this, that is all. Uh, uh, look at that. Now see, I am a New Testament preacher according to the word of God. Perhaps we are able ministers of the new covenant. This is the reason why still we are not telling you to go and kill a goat or a, a lamb and use the blood to, to smear yourself. To We believe in Jesus. Are you listening to me? Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. We believe that all our sins have been forgiven through the blood of Jesus. We believe that. We believe that we have eternal life. But from the scriptures, we also believe that the eternal life we have now, it is a, a seed form. Are you listening to me? And that it will grow and become a tree that will bear fruits. Because we have understanding that eternal life is not dying and going to heaven. No. Eternal life is the very life of God. How God lives. How he speaks. How he lives his life. That is the life of God. The very eternal life of God. So if you claim you have the eternal life and you are not living it, 
then what is what is the issue? We believe all these things. Are you listening to me? But let me tell you, whether you like it or yes, witches fly. Are you getting my point? Now, New Testament preachers are even saying that there is nothing like witchcraft again. Because when Jesus died, he destroyed all these things. But if you have any soda, sometimes some things will happen around you, eh? you will know, ah, ah, I deal with dear, soon, soon be dear. I'm telling you. You can't abolish spiritual things because you say we are you are a new creation. <laughs> oh merciful Lord, have mercy. Now you see a young lady. She can't stay with one man. Whenever she enters into a relationship, another guy will come, she'll get connected to that guy. Then the previous one will get angry and leave her. Later, she will get another guy. Then this one too will leave. So she knows that this is a trend. The way I'm living my life, something is actually working. But this same lady believes that, oh, no spirit can trouble my life. My, my mind is pure. My decisions are always right. This, 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 because he that lives in me... It... <laughs> May the Lord have mercy. Somebody said, are dwarfs powerful than witches? Okay, let me explain. Witches are human beings. In fact, what made them witches is a type of spirit that has been released into them. So witchcraft is a spirit. Are you, are you listening to me? But the witch is a human being. Dwarfs are beings that God has actually created doing their own work. Not all dwarfs are evil. Understand that. The way you come to this earth, we have good men and evil men. It is the same way in the kingdom of the dwarfs. They are also, God made them. They are living there fulfilling their destiny. That is not part of our assignment as human beings. And I've already told us that most of the dwarfs are Muslims. <laughs> yes. Most dwarfs are Muslims. Now that should actually tell you that this matter of Christ and Allah is not only known to the human race. <laughs> Someone said, Mutia Awudu. <laughs> Do you know the word of the Lord said Jesus came to die to save the world? Being said to save human beings. But how he will save them and where they will go to, that is the matter between Jesus and them. 
they are there living their lives. Are you listening to me? Good. So, witchcraft is a spirit that somebody has received. But then, a dwarf is a being living in its realm fulfilling a certain purpose. So it is like saying that um, like saying human beings and animals which of them is more powerful? They are two different things altogether. Are, are you getting it? Witchcraft is a spirit of oppression. Witchcraft is like jealousy. It is like envy. It is like impurities. All those kind of things. But then dwarf is a being living in its realm, fulfilling its destiny. So you can't actually compare the two. I don't know if I'm getting my point. Good. 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 Alright. Now let me say this. You see, there are plenty spirits in this world. Plenty spirits. The moment when Jesus is praying for people, he will make mention of spirit of infirmity. He will make mention of a foul spirit. He will make mention of an unclean spirit. Now, all these are kinds of spirits. Are you listening to me? They are all kinds of spirits, but then they have different assignments and different names. One clear example of an unclean spirit is the spirit of lust. Listen to me carefully. When we say spirit, especially spirit of lust, we are actually talking about demonic beings. So there are kinds of witchcraft. We have red, we have black, we have white, and we even have blue. Yes. It is the kind of spirit that does that. So when you go to the kingdom of darkness, there is a being that rules over all witches, the chief witch of all witchcraft spirits. Are you following? So the black witchcraft has to do with destroying another, making sure he fails in anything he's doing. 
losing your job, losing your husband, destroying good things around you. That's what mostly the, the black witchcraft does. But then the red witchcraft is more about death, accident, die, go, this, aha. Are you following? But the white witchcraft tries to do good. Something that we call good. So a witch can heal somebody that is sick. That's what something say. Let's go to the witch doctor. That is what white witchcraft tries to do. And they use that ability to travel through the space to pick certain things that we call good. Are you listening to me? Even though the thing looks good, it is not the goodness of the Lord. Are you listening to me? Some say, can anything good comes from a witch? Yes. What we call good. There are two kinds of good. Though. We have the good that is of God, that the Lord is good and his mercies endureth forever. That good is God's good. And we have the good that was part of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which will result in death. So not all good things are the good, or let me say the goodness of God. Are you listening to me? Haven't you seen fetish priests healing the sick before? If you are the sick person, you will know they have done you good. Are, are you getting it? If you are the sick person, you will know they have done you good. But then that is not the goodness of God. So at the end of it all is death. It is only God's goodness that results in life. Are you following? So you need to understand some of these. Don't make some straightforward declaration. Some, some proclamations, some statements that people will make. Sometimes you don't want, I don't know what is wrong with them. There was a short video that I watched. A certain fetish priest went to an embassy for a visa. And when the guy got there, the lady that was supposed to interview the fetish priest was a dickness in a certain church. And you know, mostly Nigerians, when you see them, the fetish priests, they have this white thing around their eye. The moment the lady saw the fetish the blood of Jesus, she took oil and drank some. <laughs> hey, then the lady said, what do you want? She said, yeah, I'm here for, for the visa. So where are you going? I'm traveling to Zambia. We are having witch doctors, international witch doctors conference. <laughs> then the lady started. 
Then he said, okay, so you, are, you are a witch doctor, what do you do? Then the, the man said, anything. He said, anything like what? So when somebody comes to you and says, kill this person for me, will you do it? He said, yes, why not? He said, then that is diabolic. The man said, no. Diabolism is based on what? So he said, when you pray that God should kill your enemies, and that happens, will you call that one to a diabolic thing? Then he said, no, my God cannot do evil. My God is over <laughs> Then the guy said, okay, keep your God. Let me keep my God. Your God is powerful. Mine too is powerful. The lady said, no, my God has all power. You don't have any power. The guy was provoked. Immediately the fetish priest started prophesying. <laughs> Mention the lady's full name, Charity or Four. You stay at Huawei Street. This, 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 this. You completed this basic school. You went straight to this place, senior high school. Then you graduated. Hey. <laughs> Immediately, the lady took the passport of the fetish bill and stamped approved. <laughs> now, you see. There are certain statements that people normally make. They say that there is which witches don't have any power. You see, haven't you heard those things before? Now, you see, that statement can be understood from different angles. When Jesus says that there's no power in idolatry. He knows what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting my point? Yes, you can with him near Walker. Because he knows where he's speaking from. And you can only say that when you are speaking from the same perspective of Jesus. And that is what we are supposed to do. But thinking in your mind that they don't have any power at all is a deception. That's what the devil wants to do. Because Luke 10:19, Jesus says that, Behold, I give you power to trample over serpents and scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy. All the powers of the enemy. So the enemy has some powers. And that is why Jesus is giving you authority over the powers of the enemy. What it means is that if the devil had no powers, you wouldn't even need authority. Are you, are you getting it? Yes, it means they have some powers. Now, the question is, what powers do they have? Let me tell you. Even if all the powers God gave to demons are taken from them, the fact that they are spirits and that we have become flesh and blood they can control certain things. I don't know if I get my point. Do you know that this thing called whirlwind, the friend can destroy somebody's house. I hope you know that. It can pass through somebody's house and destroy it immediately. And it could be a demon that is just passing. Only only because that demon is a demon that links with the element of air. There's no power. Somebody's house can be destroyed. I don't know if you're getting my point. 
So you need to understand some of these basic things. Oh, I'm telling you. So what power, power do they have that they can they can tell you everything about your life? You, you don't understand what you don't understand their operations. I'm telling you. And many of us don't know how these spirits work because we don't even see them. We don't know where they are and how they see things and how they operate. But let me say this. Let me go to this side. There is something I want all of us to know and be more prayerful about. Your life was not made to be that difficult. Are you listening to me? Your life wasn't made to be that difficult. But it happens. So what are some of the things that bring these kind of difficulties in our life? First thing you need to understand is that Evil spirits are interested in your life. Don't forget this statement. Damn. Evil spirits are very much interested in your life. They want to be in your life. And understand, they are evil spirits. They are not coming for any good. They are coming for destruction. Are you listening to me? They are interested now the thing is we all know as normal human beings knowing very well that these are evil spirits you would never invite them into your life i hope you know even common sense will teach you that but the thing is many of us invite these spirits all the time how do we do that that is what i want us to understand And when you invite an evil spirit into your life, unawares, you, 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 you will pay. They will ransack every good side of your destiny. Let me help you. This is the reason why sometimes the word of God will tell you not to do certain things. The Biamekasa same way say, you see, all that sin is looking for is not only forgiveness. Maybe you fornicated, God has forgiven you. Forgiveness, but it will never stop certain spirits from troubling your life. Because some of the things we do, invite them. Let me open your eyes on something. Everything we do in this world appears in the spirit realm as a different shape. Your thoughts, actually, when you are standing in the, in the mental realm, your thoughts are like vapor. So when you are planning to go and sleep with somebody, in the, in, in the mental realm, it is like vapor that is showing. It is not hidden. Are you following? You can't hide your thoughts. You can hide it from men because we don't know what you are thinking. But you can't hide it from spirits. Never. Especially principalities. Ah, those guys, they can sit down and know your... 
your your thought pattern. Can you all hear me, please? So everything we do in this life, whatever we think, whatever we do, whatever we say, is an invitation to spirits. Now, scientists will not call it spirit. They call it energy. So many of you know bad energy, this, this, good energy, this, this. They are all spirits. If you start harboring this hatred in your heart towards somebody, you are inviting a certain spirit into your life. And when that spirit comes into your life, that spirit is not only for you to hit the person again and again, but that spirit has another assignment to do. A time came, Jesus was casting out a certain spirit from one guy. The guy was just shaking like the way seizures will come upon somebody and the person, you see, the guy will just fall into water, fall into fire. And everybody thought this one was epilepsy. But the very moment Jesus came, he said, Thou deaf and dumb spirit, out. Deaf and dumb. How can deaf and dumb spirit manifest like that? Because the guy was talking and he could hear. So even though it was a deaf and dumb spirit that came to the guy, but the spirit did something different in the guy's life. Are you getting my point? Now, the things that the spirit will do will deceive you, the one that is going to cast out that spirit. When you see that, you say, are ah, you spirit of epilepsy? Come out. It will never go. Because at a certain dimension in this deliverance work, if you are not able to point the kind of spirit, it will not leave. Someone said, Daddy, please, I know a woman whose husband died years ago, but to date, she put food on the table for him. Please, is it real? I'll touch on that before we close. Some people live with ghosts, they know. Hallelujah. So, you see, there are certain things we do in this life that we invite certain spirits into our lives the thing that you did god has already forgiven you but it does not mean the spirit will not come so that people who are struggling to marry because of some fornications they engaged in that act has already been forgiven on the cross many 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 years ago but still the person is struggling to marry because a spirit was invited to lay hold of the person's marital life. Now, it will take 
a higher grace and anointing to suck that spirit out of your life so that you can actually eat the fruit of the forgiveness that you have received. What is much more painful than the fact that you have just you have totally been forgiven, but still you are going through some strange consequences. Hallelujah. Let me touch on this, then we, 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 we call it an evening. We'll meet God willing next week. Hallelujah. Let me touch on this. Hallelujah. Good. Now, one of the things that invite spirit, can I go a little bit deeper into some things? For example, when you go into the marine world, when you go into the marine world, there are different kinds of tribes in the marine world are you following and these tribes have how they look like how they talk so one of the tribes in the marine world but for your information in the marine world the currency that they use is cowries don't forget that cowries the one we call Sidia, Sidia. So Sidia is actually money in the marine world. We'll go into that one later. Now, so anytime somebody, but then when you go into the marine world also, there are certain tribes in the marine world who love to adorn themselves with cowries. So if you're a normal human being and you just put some cowries in your hair, some of these marine beings move around the physical earth because they have a certain understanding and a certain secret that they use. Whenever a marine spirit sees cowries on your, on your head, it might think that you are one of them. And they give signs. If they give you the sign and you do not know anything about it, it is, this is how they see it, that they greeted you, did not respond. An issue can, can pop up between yourself and that spirit if you are not strong. Are you listening to me? There is a category, let me say a tribe in the marine world who are Rastafarians. In fact, uh, 
if you want to really know what Rasta actually means, you need to go much into this guy called Haley Selassie. Because there is a certain understanding that the guy has. And I will not talk about that one today. But then, dreadlocks also is a tribal dressing in a certain kingdom in the marine world. Now, whenever you have dreadlocks, now it does not mean you're a demon. <laughs> Are you listening to me? And it does not mean that don't do dreadlocks. But listen to what I'm telling you. What I'm trying to say is that if you are not strong, some of these spirits will test you. Let me take this, let me use this as an example. Anklet. Anklet too is a dress code in some of the tribes in the marine world. And most of those beings in that tribe are much more into sexual things. They are very if you if you see the female ones, Komanahasa. Very beautiful, Ankasa, Ankasa. Are you listening to me? This is the reason why somebody can even put normal anklets on the ankle just for fun, just for dressing. But sometimes, after a few months, if care is not taken, the person will start sleeping around. That is why almost 90% of the people with anklets are either prostitutes right now they call themselves slave queens it is just only few percentage per that has it on 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 their ankles just for fun and they have, they've been able to maintain themselves in that because if you do that and you are not spiritually strong they will overtake you you will start you will start flirting you will start prostituting yourself around <laughs> Are you listening to me? Good. So take note of some of these things. I'm not telling you don't do dreadlocks. But then be strong. Understand some of these things. Are you listening to me? Ubi koyeniti. Koyeniti vyeye. The person lost her peace. Last four thoughts started coming to the person's mind. A young lady came to me after church and said, Daddy, I don't know why recently I feel like I just have this urge towards other ladies. Said, I don't know where that thing is coming from. Not Daddy, I don't even know. Then I, the moment I closed my eyes, I saw that somebody, like a roommate, gave her a skirt to wear, just for lectures, and no any. Say, sister, do you remember this? He said, yes, yes, yes. I said, that is the reason why. And I, I don't want to tell you the, the mystical secrets around this whole thing, but you need to be prayed for. There are times when you are praying for certain people, you tell them, hey, go and change your hairstyle. You. The moment you change it, the spirit will leave. 
There are many things that invite spirit to. Many things. Let me show you one of them. One of the ways to invite unclean spirits is when you love to be unclean. Especially the guys who do not like bathing. Beat me three days on the chin is Not the same brown tiles. Not the name. No say ha ha ha. Are you following? That is why sometimes you see, you be one man, need them on prayer. Why you feel just say, dead everywhere. You will not clean your room. Just say, you are not washing your clothes. You will invite certain things, some, some energies to your, 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 your abode. Are you listening to me? Love to be clean. And the matter is that every spirit and its smell. That is the point I wanted to teach on today, but then we'll talk about it next week. Every spirit and the way they smell. So whenever you are using something, that has a smell that looks like the smell of a certain spirit. It draws that kind of spirit close to you. This is a secret that the Arabs are aware. So when we went to Dubai, I realized that there was a certain seed they call bokor. And this bokor seed is like it has a sweet, a sweet scented fragrance in it. They, they put it in fire. And once they are burning the thing, you know, you will just come upon the whole thing, cover yourself. So once you are in the thing, just say, you pull one kasa. This one is not something we just spray in your shirt and you go. No, 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 no. The thing will enter into your skin. So these Arab guys, eh, when they pass, just by your side. The kind of fragrance that will enter your nostrils, you will turn back and look at them again. I'm telling you, they spend millions on how to look and how to smell. Very, very important. Because they know the kind of spirits they are attracting to themselves. Someone said, Daddy, is it advisable for a Christian to do a direction given by a fetish priest? For a direction, born in this
Do you know that the spirit of lust has a smell? If, if mostly that's how I decode during maybe deliverances or maybe when I enter into a hotel, maybe I'm going to minister somewhere. The very first time I, the moment I enter the hotel, I'll just go and stand at the corner, open my spiritual nose. <laughs> because hotel there, hotel you hotel. <laughs> Matches are cost one Premier League's in here, they are cost. As I know, so for Bedaho. Why are you a home from the go? We are so for Bedaho, but I'm going to say, what just what the hell? Huh? Or so? So most of the men of God, they fell because of this, but they didn't know. The moment I enter the hotel room, I will know. If a certain sexual thing has happened, because I will smell the spirit of lust. I don't know how to describe that smell to you. I don't know if you have seen somebody who is a prostitute. There is this kind of smell around them. They know. That is why they love perfumes. They are just trying to use it to cover their smell. The thing because the Bible says that the one that fornicates it affects your body than anything. So your body will start exuding the smell of the spirit. And the chief of the spirit of the chief of lust in the kingdom of darkness is a being called Asmodeus. He's the one that controls lust. Lust in every field. Lust after money. Last after this, last after that, but then sexual last is his main assignment. Theft, the spirit of theft has a smell. Yes, mostly the spirit of last. I don't know how to describe it for you to know. If I try to go into that one, it will, it will be a bit deep. Unless family life people. Unless, unless uh, this one, that is a family life. Yes, I mean to mean to Hallelujah. Familiar spirits have their smell. I know that one. I know, pa. Very easy to detect. The easiest way to detect a familiar spirit is from the odor of the mouth of the person speaking. I will catch you right now. That's why I don't listen to people with my ears only. No, 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 no. <laughs> Vanelsi. <laughs> are you are you following? Yes. 
there is a certain kind of smell that is around people who are not speaking from the Spirit of God. Matthew is here. The man of God, I saw something. I said, wait. I remember one time we went to Atria Mountains. And whilst we were praying in the bush, a certain guy came to stand there. The guy was just standing there looking at us, looking at us. And I realized that the guy was trying to come among us to say something. The moment the guy, you know, took some moves, getting close to us, I said, hey, don't come, don't come here. I picked the smell quickly. I said, don't come here. Don't come and say anything. Bye-bye. And if I want to go to Atria Mountain, there are a lot of familiar spirits around. That if you are not spiritually sensitive, this one you don't only need spiritual eyes to see. You need spiritual nose to smell. <laughs> yes. That's one of the ways to decode spirits. If you think you always decode a spirit by seeing. I bet you. Yes. Many of you keep smelling things, but that's the reason why you are struggling. Some, if, if all angels have their smell, every spirit, every spirit. And let me give you a certain basic litmus test. Whenever you smell something very nice, certain perfume kind of thing, and all of a sudden, you, be, you feel some, a little coldness in the atmosphere, an angel is, is around. And sometimes, these things do happen during worship season. Whilst you are all worshipping, if you are spiritually sensitive, you will know that the smell in the atmosphere will change for a while. I don't know if you, if you do, those of you more more observant if you, if you have picked that. That is why I had a certain perfume. The very first time I got it, when I was about to use it, an angel appeared and smiled. That was all. <laughs> that was all. People, sometimes somebody will be in Kufuri, they say, Ah, man of God, I'm smelling your perfume. I said, Ah, pray. A certain fever is coming. Within two days, pa, something will happen. The angel was using the scent of my perfume for some works. So I said, Chai, Chalemo Grace. Some people were going to write exam. They had not studied anything. I said, don't worry, I'll come there. He said, hey, how will you come there? They were in the examination hall when they started smelling the perfume. All of them had B+, plus, B+, plus, B+. Plus. <laughs> so, so that they please the name of the perfume. <laughs> well, I'm not using it any in, in, in longer. It is the angel that smiled that, that made that perfume a bit special. It's not that the perfume itself now nah, is anointed. Maybe I'll go to We can see. 
somebody said can the angel also drop some fruits like this oh yes mostly that's one of the manifestations of angels whenever they want to show that they are here you just open your wardrobe and you see apple there you know you never bought any apple they would they like to drop fruits yes they will do that Exactly, Jerry. Exactly. That's that's an angel of the Lord. That's an angel. That's an angel. I pray that God, this one is a school. We need to go through that to know each kind of smell. Sometimes when you just smell something, you know, okay, ah, this one is Raphael. Because there is a way healing smells. Are you listening to me? There is a way he like Raphael smells. So some angels Nibia, when they come for healing, you smell it. Most evangelists know these things. After the prayer, they will start smelling something. Say, ah, the angels of healing are here. They did not even see any angel, but they started smelling something. So they know. And they will pray a simple prayer. The testimonies that we show forth. <laughs> Someone said, what about finding money in places you know you definitely didn't put them? Oh yeah, that's also a manifestation of angels. And I think we have had strange testimonies. One time we prayed for miracle money. Somebody opened a donut machine. Donut machine. And brand new five, five CDs, five CDs pack was in there. With a certain, I don't know, a bundle. I don't know, I don't know, with a bank stamp, she doesn't save at that bank too. <laughs> Somebody even experienced that in the US. I think I shared that testimony too. For two weeks now, I'm ministering to me because they went out and when they returned, a bundle of dollars was on their bed. So, and did you put this here? I said, no. Did you put this here? No. They couldn't touch the thing. For two weeks. So when the woman can say, ah, it's an angel, Charlie, chop him. <laughs> Someone will God bless you. I'm sending you a sin. They say, oh, no problem. <laughs> there are things, if you don't know, you don't know. Don't allow anybody to lock your mind in a small box. Are you listening to me? Exactly. Even feathers. I think um, Sandra has even experienced that. So people saw feathers on, on their beds. This one, we to say, we need to be cool. We to cool. This one is purely angelic. May the Lord help us and grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God willing, next week, um, we are going to talk about decoding spirits by their smell. Once we do that, you will know how they smell and the kind of smells they hit. Do you know that God is spirit and he loves certain smells? One of the smells that God loves, or let me say the aroma or odor that God loves, is the aroma that comes from a burnt offering. When we read the book of Genesis chapter 8, the word of the Lord said, Genesis chapter 8, verse 20 and 21. We are closing. He said, 
And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Verse 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. The ISV says, When the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, God, God, Said, and when God smelled the pleasing aroma, he told himself, I will never again curse the land because of human beings. Hey! So the main reason why God didn't even curse human beings again and the land was because of a certain sweet-scented sacrifice. Said, and the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice. And said to himself, I will never again. <laughs> so God has a kind of smell that he loves, that pleases him. And the one that doesn't please him. That means when you smell something pleasant to you, you say things in your heart. If we say, See, even though man was planning evil things all the time, but just because of a certain sacrifice. Are you listening to me? It is our sacrifice. So the, the scent of that sacrifice will will attract God. And when God smells that, He will declare a blessing. It is the same way. When some spirits smell negative things, they, they are also attracted. And when they come, they release curses. Are you listening to me? If you are a guy, change your boxes. <laughs> you can wear one boxer for 18 weeks. What is wrong with you? When you are clean, eh, and with the whole room, you see, sweet scented kind of. It looks like a certain bedding has left you. Why do you fine? You can think clearly and well. Are you listening to me? It can even affect your dreams. Now, some of you, when we go, when we enter your bedroom, when we look at your bed, books, guha, where you, and I see, and I small space be now that I'm one who said, clean your bed. You see, sometimes eh, when your bed is even clean, that is when you can even recall that you, are, you can pray. You see, when you're about to sleep, you just, Father. But when your bed is full of things, you just, you just jump on the bed and you sleep. You see, if you arrange the thing, you lay your bed nicely. When you're about to sleep, no, you just pick up, pray before you sleep. I, I don't know if you're getting my point. 
Professor said it's called Futu Futu. <laughs> I'm telling you. When you wash all your clothes and you, you, you arrange them in your wardrobe, like there is this freedom, it is easy to pick signals from the spirit realm, from angels. Are you following? As I said, the towels too. Eh! Somebody, what a black towel because black towel. Then the nifin, it will not be dirty. Nobody knew so much. This is the call washing be. Hey! The or the black towel you know so much within two minutes we change so many. It's a milukrama. All right, the Lord bless us. It is my prayer that the grace of God will be upon us in the name of Jesus. For these words of truth that we have heard, we pray that God will empower us by this revelation. And from today, we live a higher life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God richly bless you. People of God, let's take note that God willing, tomorrow we are starting our seven days prayers and fasting experience. The theme is praying through the promises of God. We are starting this night, 12 a.m. Um, during priesthood time. So make sure you join us. Come, let us pray. Let us pray through the promises of God concerning our lives. And with our eyes we shall behold the glory of God. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm going to upload the message right after here. So please, um, you can go and download it and listen to it again and again. The Lord bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
me shoulder, on me shoulder, on me shoulder. Are you ready? Listen. One leg to the left side. One leg to the. One leg to the right side. One leg to the. Everybody go down low, go down low, go down low. Everybody now go down low, go down low. Listen, see, you don't feel that vibe. I don't feel that vibe.